Jones resets in the shotgun, gets the snap, hands it to Elliott, who goes sweeping to the left side, gets to the 20, loose to the 30, to the 40, down the left side to the 50, goes Elliott, he's going to take it to the house, 30, 20, 10, touchdown, Ezekiel Elliott, 85 yards. You are listening to the Buckeye Sports Blitz. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. Happy Thanksgiving. My name is Nick. This is the Buckeye Sports Blitz. Before we start the show, just a quick update. The men's ice hockey team last night lost again 2-0 to to the Minnesota Golden Gophers. They dropped their series to Minnesota, and they are 0-2 to start the season. And the women's basketball game for tonight, tip-off was scheduled for 6 o'clock. That game has been canceled. And last night was the... First, college football playoff rankings, and Ohio State came in at number four. And I'm not going to spend too much time on it because we got a basketball team to preview. Their season kicks off tonight. I'm really excited for that. I love watching Ohio State basketball just as much as I love watching a football team. So we're not going to spend too much time on the playoff rankings. And the Buckeyes come in at number four. Clemson was number three. Notre Dame, number two. And Alabama was number one. I don't have any problem with it. I think Ohio State, when you give up almost 500 passing yards, I don't care if it's a top 10 team, a top 5 team. You just can't do that. And so, like I talked about, that that is alarming. That's a problem. It's a concern. Obviously, the committee feels the same way. And right after the rankings were announced, here's what Kirk Herbstreet had to say uh, when asked about Ohio State being in the four spot. A little bit of a surprise to me anyway that Clemson's ahead of Ohio State, but I don't think it's the biggest deal in the world for week one. What do you think about it, Kirk? Exactly what I had. I had Bama, Notre Dame. I moved Clemson over them this week to three and moved Ohio State down to four. And you can say, well, they've only played four games. Uh, We had no problem moving them up to two after they played one or two games. So it has everything to do with the eye test. And Ryan Day would be the first one to tell you that they have not played up to their bar and where they expect to be, especially in the secondary and pass defense, protecting Justin Fields uh, when he's throwing the football. So they've got some things to shore up. As you said, it'll play itself out You know, with the teams that are ahead of them that still have to play. There's a very good chance if they were to win out, they'd move up to the top two or three. Uh, so it might be a moot point. But for now, I, I think the, the committee got it right moving Ohio State, even though they are undefeated, and Clemson has one loss. I think Clemson should be at three. Yeah, I pretty much agree with everything Herbie said. I don't put too much stock into the early rankings. If Ohio State takes care of business, they're in. Who cares about the seeding? We already know the committee puts in who they want and then change the criteria to back the teams they put in. Well, right now, they think Ohio State's one of the top four teams. Only playing four games and one game being canceled, I'll take it. So before we move on to talk about the basketball team, It has been announced Ohio State will be wearing an all-white alternate uniform this weekend against Illinois. Go look it up online. I've seen it. I think they're pretty sick. It's basically just the the normal road unis. Instead of gray pants, they are all-white pants. It still has the normal Buckeye stripe, but the picture that Ohio State released was with Jonathan Cooper, and he had all-white shoes with the all-white socks, with the all-white pants. I thought it looked pretty good. I don't mind doing it. 
every now and then a game or two. I know a lot of the fuddy duds don't like it and say we're Ohio State. We don't need to do that. With but to some degree, I understand and I get it. We don't need to. But hey, man, the recruits love it, and my ten-year-old son and I, we love it. We look forward to what they're gonna wear um, every year for their alternate uniform, and they've been doing this since 2009. So it's a pretty regular occurrence now. This afternoon, 2 o'clock, the Buckeyes start their season. Chris Holtman and the team take on Illinois State. Chris Holtman, he's headed into his fourth season. In 2018, he was the Big Ten Coach of the Year. And so this is going to be an interesting interesting season. Quite a few players have left. Players leaving. Luther Muhammad, DJ Carton, Alonzo Gaffney have all decided to transfer. And then the Wesson brothers Caleb turned pro, he left early, and his brother Andre Wesson, he graduated. So those are two big key contributors from last year's team. Andre really was was a great defensive presence and was able to knock down threes when needed, and obviously Caleb was pretty much much the heartbeat and soul of that team last year, defensively and offensively, his presence in the paint. So it's going to be a different team. Then you got incoming guys like Seth Towns. He transferred from Harvard. He is a Columbus native. And Michi Johnson, he's an early enrollee. Freshman from Garfield Heights. He will be joining the team in mid-December. And Justice Suing, he is a Cal transferred. I think all three of those guys could be impact players on this team. Um, There's going to be quite a bit of guys that are going to play. It's going to be a heavy rotation, and we've seen that since Chris Holtman has been here. He likes to, to rotate guys. There's only two returning starters, point guard C.J. Walker and power forward Kyle Young. Kyle Young's probably my favorite player on the team. I like his energy. I like the juice he brings. He's a high-character guy. He's one of the top leaders on the team. I expect him to to even take another step forward in his game and not just being one of the top leaders, but really being one of the top playmakers this year. I really like Kyle Young in his game. And then, guys, you got returning Dwayne Washington, E.J. Liddell, uh, E.J. Liddell really, at the end of last year, really started to play well and really was one of the better players on the team. So I'm really excited and interested to see if he's going to continuously uh, be that player we saw at the end of the year. And Musa Jallo, who's coming off an ankle injury, once he's 100% healthy, he's going to add some depth, some experience. And Justin Arns also is a solid depth player. He has the ability to get hot from behind the three-point arc. Freshman Eugene Brown, he could get some playing time, but there's quite a bit of guys here that will be competing for some playing time, so it's going to be hard. And then the two big men, Ibrahima Diallo, I assume I'm saying that right, probably not, I don't know, and Zed Key. It's going to be interesting to see if those two guys can emerge as a paint presence offensively and defensively, uh, blocking and rebounding. So that's going to be interesting to see what those two guys can do and if they can emerge into a paint presence because right now this team really doesn't have inside presence. I think this is going to be more of a free-flowing, faster-paced team, much different than last year, which was just set up in the post and feed the ball to Big Caleb. But, yeah, this, this is definitely an interesting team. I think this year's team, there's going to be more offensive presence than Chris Holtman's previous three years. I think there's some more versatile guys that that can put the ball into the basket. Uh, But I do think there's going to be a bit of a drop-off defensively. Last year, the Buckeyes were one of the best, if not the best, defensive team in college basketball. And 
their best defender, Luther Muhammad, he has transferred to Arizona State. So that is a big loss just from the defensive side of things. And Caleb Wesson and Andre, both the Wesson brothers, were both really good defenders. Obviously, Andre was much better than Caleb, but just Caleb having the shot-blocking ability. So I do think this team's going to take a bit of a hit defensively, but still, uh, it doesn't mean that later in the year that they're one of the top defending teams just because Chris Holtman's going to have these guys playing hard. He's a very demanding coach, and he emphasizes on playing really stingy defense. But this is going to be a fun year. Really, I don't know really what to expect. I'm just excited to be watching Ohio State basketball. It's a shame we didn't get to see what they could have done in the tournament last year. They were a dark horse. A lot of the talking heads and national people were picking Ohio State to potentially make the Final Four. I don't know if I full-on bought into that. I thought they could have been a bracket buster and maybe you know upset some teams. But it really was a shame we couldn't see that team uh, finish the season. But... It is what it is. You got to move forward, and I'm really excited to be able to have Ohio State football and Ohio State basketball back. Tip-off is this afternoon at 2 o'clock. The number 23-ranked Buckeyes take on Illinois State. So that's all it for today. Thank you for listening, however you may be listening. Enjoy your turkey this Thanksgiving, and we will be back Friday morning to preview the Ohio State-Illinois football game. Be safe, Buckeye Nation. Go Bucks. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. Fuck the Wolverines. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. Fuck the Wolverines. Michigan.